0: Life Action Ministries presents Base Camp Adventures.
1: Welcome back, folks, to Base Camp's first annual roofball competition. Oh, yes, it's the first one because, well, we didn't have bunkhouses to play on until now. I'm JJ Townsend.
2: And I'm Piper McLearn. Wow, JJ, what an exciting day this is turning out to be. Oh, and I have a little surprise.
1: What's that? Oh, Piper, you shouldn't have. Folks, she made us matching sportscasting name tags. Oh, Piper, these are great.
2: Thank you, JJ. And look, they even say BC Roofball Tournament.
1: That's just wonderful.
2: You know, it's hard to believe that this game is only a week and a half old, and already I'm seeing some pros out there.
1: That's right, Piper. Let's talk for a second about Micah Hurlinger. This guy's serves have been on point all morning.
2: is good, but Smith is a triple threat. She can serve, she can dive, she can play the game in her sleep. JJ.
1: The score stands four to six with Team Apatia in the lead. But guys, what is this?
2: Hey, Terence, it's a roofball competition.
1: Roofball? Yeah, we made
3: it up. Four players arrange themselves in a diamond formation. I've mate. been watching, but are you sure this is the best way to be treating the new bunkhouse?
2: We're being careful. Everything is fine. Well, why are you using a basketball?
3: It's heavy. It could break something or even knock off some of the shingles.
1: Well, we had some of those really light rubber balls, but uh, Albert kind of kept hitting them over the bunkhouses into the thorn bushes. Sorry! This basketball is the only one that doesn't get popped by the thorns. And it's
3: the only one heavy enough to do any damage.
2: Terrence, it's fine, really. I'm here to make sure JJ doesn't break anything.
1: Yeah, and I... Hey! I'm sorry, but I'm going to have to shut this down. Terrence, you're not in charge here.
3: I'm sorry, everyone, but this game is too dangerous to play here. Wait, guys, come on, where are you guys going? Guys!
1: They know I'm right, JJ. You know, just because you're the teacher's pet doesn't mean you're always right.
3: Teacher's pet? Guys, come on. You
1: heard me. I see you always trying to butter up Matman Jack.
3: Guys! If by buttering up you mean doing what he says, yes, i do that. It's called obedience. You should try it sometime. Give
1: me that ball. Oh, why don't you try to take it from me? Give it
3: to me! No, let it go! No, Uh, no, give
1: give me that! Hey! It's mine! Come
3: here! Ah! The window! You see? You see? I told you, you shouldn't have been playing like this. We
1: wouldn't have broken anything if you hadn't stopped us. No, I didn't. The ball went flying out of your hands. Because you were pulling it. If you hadn't tried to stop our game- Stop!
2: Just stop it. It's both your fault, okay? Now what are we going to do about this?
3: We have to tell Mount Man Jack. No! We'll get in so much trouble. No, you will get in so much trouble. I'm going to tell him exactly what happened.
1: You'll get in just as much trouble as me, Bonnie.
2: I'm not a part of this.
1: Oh, you are a part of this. You're a witness. A
2: witness? It's just an accident, not a crime
1: scene. An accident that no one needs to know about. No one needs to get in trouble here. I think the kid in that bunk is going to notice glass all over his bed. That's my bunk, so see, no problem. We just walk away from here and never tell anyone.
2: So we lie?
1: It's not lying. It's just not telling someone something.
2: What if someone asks about it?
1: Okay, we lie. JJ! Lying is not that big of a deal if they're small lies. I just told you guys a lie. That bunk, not mine.
2: Your moral compass is a work of art, JJ. Really. Piper! No, lying is lying, and you guys should tell Mountain Man Jack the truth.
1: Well, I don't want to get in trouble for an accident. I won't tell if you won't. I don't know. They'll fix it, whether or not they find out who broke it. There's no need to get in trouble as long as they don't ask us about it. Well...
3: (sighs) Alright. But if someone asks me about it, I can't promise I won't tell the truth.
1: For now, that's good enough for me. Come on, let's just go eat lunch and forget all about this.
4: Now, kids, please, no more firecrackers. Only logs and sticks in the fire pit, please. Now run along to lunch, okay? Uh, how's the arm? Oh, it's fine. A little burn. Maybe we should make the font bigger in the handbook. And underline it. And make it bright neon green. No firecrackers allowed! (laughs) Don't you think? Sue?
5: Sue? Oh, sorry. It's just... Well, who's that bloke sneaking around the dumpsters? Have you seen him before? Oh, yeah. Man man Jack was talking to him
4: earlier. He's some kind of health inspector. I'm curious about his suit. Are green business suits normal in this country? No, not really, but that doesn't seem to stop him. Oh, here he comes.
6: Um, yes, Ranger Sue.
4: That's me, Ranger Sue. How do you do?
5: And you are?
6: Leonard Sharp, AIA. Pleasure to meet you.
5: And you, that accent, are you from the UK?
6: Indeed, I just have a few questions to ask. Have there been any earthquakes in the area in the last half hour?
5: Sorry, what? No. Oh, heavens no. I I mean, wait. Who are you again? And what's the AIA?
6: Agricultural Inspection Agency. It's my job to uh, inspect the agriculture.
5: Agriculture? As in the science of farming? Yes, indeed. I
6: need to assess whether or not this soil is conducive to ensure a long and happy life for the free range poultry population. Uh, now, have there been any jets attempting to make emergency landings on this property?
5: Um, Mr. Sharp, was it? There seems to be some confusion. This is a camp for mountain climbing, not a farm.
6: Right. Well, if you could just tell me about those new chicken coops. One seems to have a broken window on the north side. I'm afraid that's a hazard for the chickens' well-being.
5: Those are our new bunkhouses, Mr. Sharp.
4: And we... Broken window? Did you know about that, Lorraine? No, I didn't. Uh, Look, Mr. Sharp. This is a camp for kids. Kids of all ages, but not animals. It's not an animal camp. It's a climbing farm. I mean, I mean camp. Uh, It's base camp. You see?
6: Yes. I see I should have continued talking to your superior, Mountain Man Jake. Jack. He obviously knows more about this property. I've spotted 17 health code violations already. Well, have a good day, ladies.
4: But, okay. What was that all about? I don't know, but I'll go take a look at that window. I'll see you later, Sue. Will you let Joe know I need him over here? Yeah,
5: sure. See you, Lorraine.
3: What about footprints? What if they recognize our footprints around the window?
1: It hasn't rained in four days. The ground is dry and dusty, no footprints. Now can I please drink my 1% mini milk carton in peace? We need more of that birthday cake milk around here, Piper.
2: Look, there goes Nurse Klein towards the bunkhouse. She's going to see it.
1: It's a bunkhouse. It's kind of hard to miss. I'm glad you find all this funny. I find everything funny. And once in a while, an actual funny thing happens and it's just icing on the cake. Excuse me, children.
6: Has anyone seen a herd of
1: ostriches running through the camp? (laughs) No, but the circus wants to know why you keep stealing their costumes.
2: Um, ostriches? No, no ostriches. Who are you?
6: Leonard Sharp, AIA. Have you seen any animals here that shouldn't be? Rhinos. duck billed platypi. Horses?
3: What's so weird
6: about horses? Classified.
1: Okay. I saw Squirrel reading the Corazonas Weekly yesterday. Sports section.
6: Oh, you think this is funny?
1: Let me take another drink of my milk and then just ask me that again.
6: We haven't seen any weird animals. Yes, well, keep me posted if you see anything strange. Again, who are you, exactly? My name is Leonard Sharp, AIA. Here's my card. I'll be around. Oh, and by the way... Who broke the window? A window? What? what window? The broken one. Say what? Where? You were just looking at it. When? Just now. Right after I said, who broke the window? You two glanced out the window to the bunkhouse. How did you know that was the broken window to which I was referring?
1: We look at the bunkhouse a lot. It's a beautiful bunkhouse. Right. Look, we can do this
6: the easy way or my way, if you really want.
1: Your way? What's your way? You really
6: don't want to know. You might as well just tell me.
1: Well, now I'm intrigued.
6: No one's going to fess up? No? Fine, whatever you like. In the last 60 seconds, seven younger kids have glanced this way, wondering why I'm talking to you three. That means you're most likely campus of some influence, but you're sitting in a strange part of the cafeteria, avoiding eye contact with anyone but yourselves. Even now, the way you're shifting in your seats denotes a guilty conscience. Everyone else has almost finished eating, even Piper here, but you two have barely touched your food. Did you arrive late? Has your guilty conscience curbed your appetite? The window must have been broken ten minutes ago, at the very least. Ranger super didn't even notice until I pointed it out, and since I began talking, you two boys have glanced at each other, but not at Piper, as if she had nothing to do with it. However, she hasn't looked at either of you, as if somehow you're both to blame. You boys are friends, but hold many different opinions on many different topics, so my guess would be that you both broke the window in a disagreement of some kind. Am I close? Wow. I know.
2: How, how did you know my name?
6: You're wearing a name tag.
3: Oh, right. It was JJ. Hey! If you guys hadn't been playing that game... Boys, I
6: know it's none of my business, so I'm not going to tell Mountain Man Jack about this. But take my advice. Do the right thing. Tell him the truth. Good day. Good
2: day. How's an Agricultural Inspector that deductive? I don't think he is who he says he
1: is. And he talks about telling the truth.
3: Being undercover isn't the same as lying, I think. Undercover? What are you talking about? It was just something he said. He said, do the right thing. Yeah, so? Have you ever heard of the Do Right Detective
6: Agency? Well, this window sure has seen better days.
4: How do you think it happened?
6: Well, no glass outside. I looked around inside and I found this. A
4: basketball?
6: Nowhere near the basketball courts. My theory? roofball. I saw some kids playing it yesterday. I would have stopped them if I knew they were using a basketball. I'll have to ask around. Joseph Norwood? <laughs> oh, <laughs> Sorry, you scared me. Yes, that's uh, that's me. At least that's my proper name. You can call me Mountain Man Joe for short. Leonard Shop, AIA. May I have a word with you? Uh Sure. Uh, can you just give us a second, Lorraine?
4: Yes, of course.
7: So I see you've met our friend from the Agricultural Inspection Agency.
4: Yes. Interesting fellow. I was a little worried he was here without permission.
7: Nah. He came and talked to me before he started poking around. I've never heard of the AIA. Must be new. Wait. Lorraine, what happened to the window?
4: We don't exactly know yet. We think some of the kids might have broken it with a basketball.
7: We just finished building these. A basketball, you said?
4: Joe found the ball in the bunkhouse right next to the window. We think the kids were... Oh. They're
7: coming back. Mr. Northwood and Mr.
6: Northwood. Pleasure to meet you both. And you, Miss Klein. I'll be off now, but I'll be back soon. We have some serious issues to discuss, like the surplus of possums on campus, the coarseness of the shrubberies, and so on and so on.
4: Shrubberies?
7: Ah, yes. Absolutely. Thank you, Leonard. Uh, That is, Mr. Sharp. Good day. Well, it's been a strange day so far. What do you two talk about, Joe? Joe?
6: What, uh... Uh, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, I, I think my lunch ain't really sitting with me. Do you need to come by my office, Joe? No, 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 no. I'm, I'm fine, I think. I just need to uh, go lay down for a while. Uh, I'll see you two later.
7: Well, okay. Bye.
4: Well, what's wrong with him?
7: No clue. I wonder what they were talking about. I'll check up on him a little bit later. I'm going to see if I can figure out what happened with the window.
4: You got it, boss.
3: It's not my fault. It's
8: it's not Terrence, my, Terrence, it's not my fault.
3: Terrence, Terrence, wake up. Wake uh, up. What? What? Oh. Oh. It was a dream. Just a dream.
8: More like a night terror. You sure were going bonkers. Did you really break that window? <laughs> How do you know that? You were talking in your sleep. You also said something about JJ wearing a pumpkin costume? It was a basketball
3: costume. He put it on and threw me through a window that had arms and legs.
8: Like that kid show? Mac the window? I used to watch that. You can talk to me about it. I'd be happy to analyze your dream for you for a meager 25 cents. Go back to sleep, Albert. Please don't tell anyone about this. Well, okay. If you have any more trouble sleeping, I have some forest river sounds on my MP3. They're very relaxing.
3: Albert, we're in the forest, surrounded by real rivers.
8: Oh, yeah. I guess you're right. Gee, thanks, Terrence. No problem, Albert. This will save me tons of battery life.
3: jay hey terrence i just saw- no what i said no whatever it is no
1: oh come on terrence you're going to want to see this
3: i've already gotten into enough trouble with you and your basketball
1: costume i, I mean basketball but we haven't gotten into any trouble not yet but what if Mount man jack sees us oh he won't it's him we're going to follow i just saw him heading off towards westwood Don't you want to know what he's doing out there?
3: No, I don't. He's probably just doing mountain man
1: stuff. Ugh, fine. Suit yourself and stay here in your boring bunk.
3: You didn't do anything wrong, Terrence. You can't get in trouble if you didn't do anything. Except, oh, this is nuts.
8: Was that JJ at the window? Albert! I said go back to bed. I was, but I overheard what he said, and he could... JJ is just
3: up to his old mischief. Please, just go back to bed and leave it to me.
8: No, Terrence, it's just that... I'm
3: going to talk to Mount Man Jack about this.
8: Well, I was trying to tell you, Mount Man Jack is here. He's our cabin dad this week. What? He just came in and walked over to his bunk. Oh, no. Mount Man Jack! Terrence,
7: what are you doing up?
8: It's JJ! He's following some man into the woods. He thought it was you!
7: He did? Why was he going to follow me? Never mind. Did you see the man? No, I didn't. Okay, well, I'm going to go look for him. Run to Joe's cabin and send him my way. Go, go. JJ, JJ, where are you? JJ, JJ, are you here? JJ, JJ, where are you? Wait, smoke. Oh, no. JJ, are you here? Jack, Jack, here, fire extinguisher. I saw the smoke. What happened? I don't know. I got this under control. Look for JJ. He's out there somewhere, and and another man. I think it might be our friend, Mr. Sharp.
5: JJ, JJ, are you here?
7: Oh, Lord, please help JJ. Help Joe find him.
5: Jack, come in, Jack.
7: This is Jack. What is it, Sue?
5: We found JJ.
7: Oh, thank God.
5: He's here at the nurse's cabin with some minor burns. But Nurse Klein is fixing him up all right.
7: Thanks, Sue. Joe and I will be back in a minute.
5: What's going on down there?
7: We're putting out a small fire. I don't know how it started. Ask JJ if he saw anything.
5: we Will do. Over and out. J.J.? Oh! Hold still! Do you realize how many emails I'm going to have to send out? Reassuring parents that the forest isn't going to burn down? Now tell me the truth. Were you playing with those firecrackers? Ow!
1: No! I didn't start that fire. I was trying to put it out. That's how I got these. Hold
5: still, I said. Then who did? Did you see?
1: You were just talking to him.
5: Mountain Man Jack?
1: He started burning something in the fire pit, but it got out of hand and he went running away.
5: J.J.? You need to start telling the truth now. We've been with Jack for the past hour. He couldn't have started that fire. But I saw him. I did. Maybe you thought you saw him. Or you're just plain lying to me. I don't know what we're going to do with you, JJ. Nurse Klein, as soon as you're finished here, send Mr. Townsend to Jack's office. We have some serious things to discuss.
7: Keep up, kids. Your Canyon Falls is around the bend.
3: So JJ can't do any more activities for this week?
2: That's what he told me.
3: I told him he should have stayed in his bunk.
0: I don't
2: get it. Who did he see wandering out into the woods? That detective guy, maybe? No,
3: he said this guy had a beard and overalls, just like Jack's.
2: Well, what if it was Joe?
3: No, I ran to get Joe at his... Wait, come to think of it, Joe wasn't in his cabin when I got there. He was running up to the cabin just as I was. I just assumed... It actually could have been him.
2: Why would Joe be at the fire pit in the middle of the night?
3: I don't know. Let's try and get the full story from J.J. when we get back to camp.
6: Well, last night is a night I sure hope not to repeat anytime soon. Is J.J. okay?
7: Yeah, he'll be fine. But I sure hope he learns his lesson about wandering around at night. He's on activity probation, so to speak. Just glad we could put that fire out. Yep, me too. Yeah. Say, uh, Joe? Yeah? You got to that fire pretty quick. What do you mean? I said, you got to that fire pretty quick. Carrying a fire extinguisher for me and yourself. You said you saw the smoke?
6: Yeah, I I sure did.
7: Right. Pretty good eyesight to see that smoke in the dark.
6: Well, (laughs) you you know, I I guess, uh...
7: Joe, I get the feeling you're not telling me something. Seems to me like maybe you knew the fire was already happening.
6: Well, <laughs> I... I, uh...
7: Joe?
6: Ah. All right, Jack. I did. I started that fire. But I did it right. In the fire pit like a million other times. But the wind took it, and it, it started to spread. I ran back to the cabin to get the extinguisher. I had no idea that J.J. was out there.
7: But why? Why were you out there in the first place?
6: It's a long story. One I never thought I'd have to tell anyone. till that detective showed up.
7: Detective? What detective?
1: <laughs> okay, so you ready? Yeah. Yes. Now listen, I don't know for sure about any of this, but when Just you Just hear... tell us. Okay, okay. Here. But be very careful. They're burnt and fragile.
2: What are they?
1: They're Mount Man Jack. Joe. Sorry, right. Joe. Was burning some documents in the fire pit. The fire started to spread and Joe ran away. I guess to go get the fire extinguisher.
3: And that's when I ran into him at his cabin. Right.
1: Well, I ran up to see if I could save any of the documents.
3: You were worried about documents when the forest was on fire? Shh,
2: this is interesting. What did you find out, JJ?
1: I couldn't save very many. And the ones I did save were burnt so badly, I've only been able to pick out a few words. Right here. Belmont. Two. Rather. Something. Ranch. Estate. Not much to go on.
3: But look here. A picture of Joan some other guy. Maybe that's Belmont. What is that they're leaning against?
2: A horse! What? It's a horse. Look, there's the tail, and those are the saddles in the background. And the letter said something about a ranch, right? Maybe Mountain Man Joe used to work at a horse ranch.
1: Why would he be burning these things? It's got something to do with the do-right detective. Maybe Joe's an escaped convict.
2: Oh, please, he's not a convict.
1: But Detective Sharp did ask us something about horses, remember?
2: That's right, he did.
1: What What if Joe's a horse thief? and this Belmont guy put a bounty on him.
2: This isn't the Wild West, JJ. If Joe and this Belmont guy have any kind of bad blood, I'm sure it will be dealt with in a civilized fashion.
1: Maybe, but that doesn't mean this Belmont guy isn't looking for Joe, and maybe he hired Sherlock Do-Right to find him.
2: That
3: is possible, I guess, but it's none of our business.
2: (sighs) You're right. We need to give this stuff back to Joe.
7: What's this all about, Joe?
6: It, it was years ago, Jack, but before I came to know the Lord. I worked a few summers at this horse ranch in Utah. I became good friends with the owner's son, Alexander Bellman. We'd ride up into the mountains, hunt and fish, and one day, there was an accident. Somehow, Alex's horse got loose and wandered up into the woods. I thought it was a deer. I didn't know what to do. And then I saw Alex running down the hill to his horse. I panicked. And I
7: ran. The summer you came home. Right before I joined
6: the military. I never heard from the Belmonts again. Because I'd never told them where I was actually from. I thought the whole thing was behind me. And then Mr. Sharp showed up. All it took was two words. Belmont knows.
7: Oh, Joe.
6: So I tried to burn anything connected to me in Belmont. Newspaper clippings. Legal documents? This ain't good,
7: Joe. You have to make this right.
6: I know. I I just... I can't make the first move. If he wants to talk, he'll have to come to me.
7: You know that broken window? Yeah. I haven't told anyone yet, but I had just climbed up on the roof to fix some shingles, and I saw J.J. and Terrence fighting over a ball, and then, bang! Window's gone. I've been waiting, giving them a chance to tell the truth. Joe... You're supposed to display honesty and integrity to these campers, but it seems to me you have some things to work out yourself. God has given you an opportunity to do the right thing.
6: You're right, I know you are.
7: You know what you need to do. Yeah, yeah I do.
6: It's not gonna be easy, but it will be good to get this off my chest. But now comes the hard part.
7: Wait, let's pray.
6: Good idea. You mind going first?
7: I'd be happy to. (sighs) Father, we're in trouble here. We need your guidance and grace, and ask you to show us the way through this trial.
6: Thanks for sticking this out with me.
7: Anything from my little brother. Are you nervous?
6: Belmont should be here any second. What do you think?
7: Well, in the meantime, we got some onlookers. See?
1: Uh, hi. Hi. Y'all need something? Well.
2: Go on, JJ.
1: Here, Mount Me and Joe. Try to pull these out of the fire. They're yours. Jack, I'm sorry I snuck out of the bunkhouse. Will you forgive me?
7: Of course I do, JJ. You all know I have your best interests in mind. And I do thank you for your honesty. <coughs> Terrence? You okay?
3: Oh, yeah. It's just. I can't do it, JJ. I'm sorry.
1: Ah, go ahead. Might as well, since we're all getting honest here.
3: Jack, Joe, we broke the window. It was an accident. I can... we can tell you exactly how it happened.
7: No need, boys. I saw the whole thing. You did? Then why didn't you say something? Call it a test of honesty. Something we're all learning right now. It took some time, but I'm glad you told me. However, waiting this long means there will be some consequences. You two need to help Joe fix that window tomorrow. Understood? Yes, Yes, sir. sir.
6: And boys, I have to ask you two to forgive me. I was careless when I started that fire, and I put you in danger. JJ, I'm so sorry.
7: That's okay.
3: Yeah, we forgive you.
7: Thank you. I'm gonna have to ask you to go on now. Joe and I are expecting company.
1: Okay, see you later. Bye! Oh, and Mount Man Jack? Yes? Thank you. Thank you for your understanding. And I'm, I'm really sorry we lied. Just see to it that you're more honest in the future. And
7: that's good enough for me. See you boys. Bye. Well, I'm never bored with what God likes
6: to do around here.
7: Yeah, what goes around comes around. Sometimes these kids teach me more than I could ever teach them. And the Lord takes what was meant for evil and turns it right. Sure does.
6: Here's hoping Alexander Belmont thinks the same. I wonder where he is.
7: Uh, Joe? Yeah? Just how rich is this Belmont fellow?
6: Well, I think it's safe to say he's very rich. Why?
7: I think he's here. He didn't always enjoy dramatic entrances!
6: There he is. Alexander Belmont.
7: And the detective. Ah, uh, Jackson Northward? That's me. And you must be Mr. Belmont. And Mr. Sharp.
6: Thames, actually. Simon Thames. Detective Dulight. So sorry about all this rigmarole, but at the request of my employer, I had to keep my true identity a secret to everyone except
9: Joseph here. Indeed. Joseph, you know the value of being discreet. Quiet. Alexander. Well, my good man Tames here is ready to talk business. Court dates and such. Belmont. Oh, it's Belmont now? Not Al? Not, oh, Al, my good friend? Or, oh, Al, oh, boy? Not on friendly terms anymore? Northward. We're not going to court. Nice try. Joe? I can handle this, Jack. We're not going to court because I didn't do anything wrong. Joe. So that's your game? Oh, it's no game. Not big enough to admit your failure? Joe, please. It was an accident. There are no grounds for your case. We'll see about that. I have the best legal team this side of the mountain. I'll see you in court. Wait. Tames, please. Mr. Belmont. I'm resolute. If your brother won't confess to me, maybe he will to my lawyers. Not a chance. Joe, quiet. No, Jack. What are you doing? We talked about this. We can't let him get away with this. He can't
6: just wave his money and his position in our face this way. The truth will come out in court. It
7: will indeed. Now, Tames, please.
6: Mr. Northwood, I have some papers for you.
7: No, wait, stop. It doesn't have to be this way. We can talk through this thing. Your
9: brother appears before the court? Or I'll see to it things go badly for all of you. You might even lose the camp. Well, you just give it a try, Belmont. You just give it a try. Joe, stop. Thames, please. I'm sorry, Jack.
6: I'm just doing my job here.
9: Let's go, Tames. Again. I'm sorry.
7: What was that all about? You were going to confess. I never said that. I said I know what I have to do. I can't confess something that ain't my fault. Joe, this has gone too far. You killed that horse. Accident or not, you pulled the trigger. Do you realize what your pride has done? It's not pride, it's the truth. Joe, Joe. Oh Lord, I don't know what to do here. Please, please show us the way. Please God.
0: conscience means that there's no one you can think of that you've hurt or wronged, that you haven't gone back to and made it right. I'm so glad that Piper, Terence, and JJ finally confessed what they had done to Mountain Man Jack and asked for his forgiveness. They can feel better now that they have a clear conscience. Mountain Man Joe's conscience, on the other hand, isn't clear because he hasn't admitted his wrongdoing to the person he hurt or asked for forgiveness. Will he ever get a clear conscience? What's going to happen to base camp? Could it really get shut down? I guess you'll have to keep listening to find out. Keeping Secrets was written by Justin Green, with direction and sound design by Evan David, Hugh Duncan, Phil Krauss, Tom Mathis, and John Reiford. Our vocal talent included Evan David, Christy and Matt Fredericks, Melissa Hankins, Cameron Herdklotz, Abe Krauss, Samuel Loving, Anna Nelson, and Rich Lee. Our executive producer is Aaron Paulis, and I'm Megan, hoping you'll join us next time for another Base Camp Adventure.